to the Construction Big Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Construction Big Breakfast. Uh, today, we'll be diving into uh, MIPIM, uh, which happened last week, and uh, joining me for today's podcast is our special guest, uh, the boss, our CEO, our newly appointed director here at Invent, Cameron Foley. Thanks for joining me, Cameron. Thank you um, much, No point in introductions, you've been on the uh, podcast plenty of times and uh, hopefully people will recognise you, but obviously we do have to ask you though, what did you have for breakfast? I had a croissant and coffee, which is a layover from my time last week in uh, France. Oh, you have it. It's the French diet sticking, is it? Uh, well, I went with a sausage bath and latte, um, so, but still, uh, Greg's. I'm going to mention Greg's in every podcast I, can, I do at the moment. I'm hoping for sponsorship, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, anyway, MIPIM. Um, so, MIPIM finally happened for the first time in a couple of years, um, and it was your first MIPIM. Uh, so a sort of a new experience for, for you, slightly different experience certainly from the last few years. How did you find it? How did you get there? How long have you been waiting to get there? Well, a series of good questions. I'll start at the start. So um, for those of you that, that aren't aware of MIPIM, um, it's uh, a four-day exhibition held in Cannes, uh, normally every year. I say normally every year. Um, uh, but MIPIM 2022 this year was, was a, a good event. There was ran about 17,000 people there this year, which is down on the usual 25,000-ish people. Um, but obviously with what's going on in the world and has been going on in the world uh, over the past couple of years, that was probably to be expected. But it's, uh, it's an exhibition uh, conference and uh, a huge networking uh, opportunity for people flying in um, or coming into Cannes. Uh, like I say, it's four days. This year's theme was driving urban change, and that's about making the places uh, we live in, we work in, we play in more sustainable uh, and making it more prosperous for all. So that's the, the key theme this year. Uh, opened up this year again by, uh, it was Francois Hollande, who's the ex-president uh, of France. So, uh, and there was a number of key speakers uh, throughout the, the four day event. Uh, I originally booked for March 2020, uh, which is around about the time where the pandemic really took hold, particularly in the UK, and we were we were shut down. And subsequent to that, I think we tried to get there in June and September and various other times throughout the last couple of years, where it was rescheduled. But um, we, we got there uh, finally in March 20, uh, 2022. So. You say we, but it ended up just you, unfortunately, didn't it? Because it, it although did. COVID allowed it to open up, COVID unfortunately kept Aidan behind. It did. I mean, it, it was uh, three of us were due to go. So uh, me and uh, my colleague Tim and Aidan. Uh, Tim had been in Canada uh, for the previous 10 days and uh, Going to MIPIM for another four was, was certainly a, a step too far. Uh, and Aidan had been on holiday in Scotland the, the previous week and managed to avoid COVID apparently for the last two years and uh, unfortunately caught it over the weekend. So 
uh, we went from three to one, uh, and it was my first time as well, so I didn't really know what to expect. And how did you find it? You know, what were your expectations going in, and did Mipim tick the boxes? Was it not quite what you expected? Well, I've, I've <laughs> spoken to quite a few people, so despite being in the industry for quite a few years, I've never actually got to Mipim. Uh, I know plenty of uh, colleagues and friends that have been there over the last sort of, 20 or 30 years, and um, they've always come back with, with different versions of events, so it was quite hard to piece together what it was actually, uh, what my experience would be, and, and having never been there before, I, I just went there with an open mind. Uh, I took the, the networking part of it to be uh, the, the, the element that would probably be most beneficial for me, beneficial for an event, um, try and uh, generate some, some more leads and, and potentially some more business. So that was really the primary reason for, for us all going down there. Let's see. Uh, there are a number of ways, it's worth saying there are a number of ways of getting down there. Um, so you can go on the train from London uh, via, the, uh, via Paris, it's called the Can Can Express, which is quite a nice little uh, name. Um, and also some uh, very uh, keen uh, and fit people including a couple of our clients, uh, cycle down there. Um, and that's a very well-organized uh, event where road closures and, and food and uh, help and maintenance <laughs> is laid on uh, for people that get down there. And I think around 90 people uh, made it this year to the, uh, the arduous cycling it's journey. Phenomenal. And, yeah. and my hat goes off to, to every single one. I took the slightly easier and lazier option of uh, flying across uh, into Marseille and then getting a car to, to Cannes, but... Um, maybe next year, Cannes. Maybe next year, maybe I next may, year. may. So the, um, the MIPIM this year was urban transformation, was it? Was that the theme for the... It was, yeah, it was urban change and it's really about making, uh, as we said, about sustainability, putting sustainability at the, at the top of the agenda. Um, and making sure that uh, people are thinking about, certainly post-pandemic, and as we know from some of the work, the excellent work that uh, our clients are doing post-pandemic, what what, what's the next generation going to be coming into in terms of how they're going to live, how they're going to work, how they're going to play, and creating space, creating environments for them to uh, prosper. Uh, and, and make sure that the next generation and the tail end of this generation that are coming through um, are making the best uh, of, of you, well, making better choices about what, what the future is going to look like. So that was the, the key theme for it. Um, and not, and importantly, the, the global perspective uh, to, to some extent, because this is in, it's in the south of France and a big chunk, I assume, uh, UK people out there, but there is yeah. definitely a, a global theme to mapping. Absolutely, I mean, you, you're right, whilst it's held in Cannes, people fly in from all over the world. And you know, the good thing about it is that the same theme is being, is being pushed, the same agenda is being pushed uh, across, across the globe. So if you're coming into to MIPIM, um, you're greeted with uh, all the, all the discussions, uh, all the chat was in and around sustainability, so that, that's going to be a good thing for the, for the future. But certainly in terms of networking, it was, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was quite, it, I've, 
had a lot of fun doing it myself. Um, you go to an event uh, and you would probably bump into somebody that you knew or you'd be talking to somebody and then you know, I quickly got into how it works. So you go to that event and then you'll talk to these people and then they'll be going to some other event and then I say, oh, come across, we'll, we'll go to this one. So you go with that one and then you'd you'd eventually work your way around and you'd, you'd fill your day. I mean, the, the, the first day um, I I thought I did quite well. I was I was out and around about eight a.m. and into a breakfast meeting, uh, and then you quickly worked the way through the day. And it was uh, the early hours of the morning when I got back. So uh, without going back to my uh, little apartment, so it was it was a really interesting day. And of course, everybody you meet is there for the same thing. Uh, some of them are there on their own as well. Some of them with with companies and. Uh, you can get in and amongst them and have a, a, a good chat uh, and because everybody's there looking at the same thing and, and basically uh, trying to connect, trying to generate new business, that helps the conversation and you, you're off onto the next event. So mm -hmm. I found it, um, I f actually found it better than, than I'd hoped. That's good. For, for, for those, those reasons where, you know, it's great to connect with people and and move on somewhere else. I think the enthusiasm for face-to-face -face is quite strong at the moment, you know, it's obviously something that people have missed, that sort of uh, connection, that personal connection. I think you're right, uh, that, that, that was, you, you could feel it when, you, when you're walking into spaces and people are, strangers, complete strangers coming up to you, you're asking you how you are, how did you travel down, you know, obviously uh, talking trying to find about, the cyclists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the the whole thing was was geared up, and the, the people that were going there were, were absolutely um, you know face to face conversation was something that clearly they've been lacking. We've all been lacking for the last couple of years, and and to go to an event like that and for it to be staged and for people people were still quite respectful though there was there was quite a bit of mask wearing and the 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 morning that. That we got there, the the opening day was the first day that Can had lifted some uh, quite tight restrictions. So there was a there was a feeling there was a bit more freedom there, and mm. uh, but people were still respectful of, of social distancing and and what have you. But they were still able to connect and, and meet face to face. So it's uh, it had a good good atmosphere. I, I mentioned at the beginning that the the, the numbers were down, um, and I only knew that because at certain points. People would say, "Oh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, whilst we're spinning out onto the road over there, you know, we're a bit quiet on this side." And two years ago, we were really busy around here. So there was lots of talk about uh, the numbers were were slightly down, but for someone it, it was their first time, it, st it still felt pretty busy, mm -hmm. still pretty well attended. So, and what um, you know, the the networking aside, what were some of the sort of key takeaways? Was there anything that you um, particularly saw in the sort of the pavilions, the talks, the events that you thought oh, that's interesting. Well, I it, it was the the pavilion itself. Um, again, that there was a lot plenty of stands in the pavilion, and you had to buy a pass, which was quite expensive to get into the to the, the pavilion. And then once you're in there, uh, there are several levels where you can you can walk through and walk around. Um, but for me, most of the levels 
contained, um, it was about mainly about investment and there was stand, country stands and city stands where they were trying to attract investment to you know, come, and, come and build in my town or come and build in my region or my country. And uh, there was quite a few uh, banks and, and other professional services in that, in that particular uh, pavilion. And for me, who was going there to talk to uh, like-minded uh, contractors or specialists uh, and trying to generate leads and, and get, get further business, it, um, for me, it, it felt it, it wasn't the right place uh, mm -hmm. for us you know, to be wandering around. It, it, the, the conversations weren't the right conversations to be having mm -hmm. in there for, for, for us, particularly yeah, yeah. for Invent. Um, and we found that there was the, lots of... Uh, events on the periphery and and in the town that that you got invited to and and you moved on to that were more beneficial in meeting people that mm. could potentially be clients of ours in, in the future it's the positive for the industry uh, globally is that you do have those countries cities banks looking uh, to invest yeah. in construction that um, you know, regardless of what's happened, the uncertainties around labour, material shortages, prices and everything like that, there is still uh, a market there and you know, large parts of the world who are looking for investment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and in particular, construction processes, I've, I've several conversations with professionals and in, you know, insurance, banking, uh, in and around modern methods of construction and um, the fact that we should be pushing on with that and and what we're seeing is we're seeing some pretty high profile failures yeah. over the last couple of years in that space and so we've got to ask why and and what can we do about it how can we push that uh, that MMC agenda and what is it that we need to do as an industry to to help you make that really big leap and, and go towards MMC as a, as a primary source of, of construction. And uh, so for me, there was quite, quite a number of conversations in and around that mm -hmm. that, uh, that were really beneficial for me. And, um, and, and again, talking to insurance companies and banks and, and having their perspective was, was quite refreshing as well. It gives you a different perspective. It's interesting because um, obviously the, um, the CCA conference uh, over in Vancouver, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, um, last week's episode of the podcast if you've not seen it yet, um, but um, again they were talking about insurance companies and, and being very, um, you know they were one of the headline sponsors, front and centre, you know they're obviously very um, visible in MIPIM as well. I know they are sort of in the periphery of UK events but they don't seem to be as central to the conversation in the UK um, as they are in sort of Canada obviously and in the conversation yeah. maybe in other countries and I wonder if there's a bit of a disconnect there that we need to try and overcome here in the UK. Yeah I was I was quite surprised at, at, at the number of conversations I had with with those other professional services that were there and you're right we're we're not having those conversations well obvious conversations at that level with with banks and insurance companies and um, perhaps there's a, a space there, an opportunity for for us all to come together and, mm. and try and resolve some of these issues. Uh, and some of them are systemic uh, and some of them are 
should be easy to resolve. But uh, we're not having those those conversations, and and to get a different perspective, and you understand why, mm. you know, for example, you know, a big conversation was PI insurance, and why why is it so expensive? And then and you get to hear the other side of the story. You can you can you can understand both sides of the argument. Mm. So why don't both sides of the argument come together and try and resolve it in a in a more sustainable way, given the you know the the, the change that's required and, and the, the theme of MIP and um, what is it that we can do together going forward would probably be a better conversation rather than us going, oh, well, we're paying too much and <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, we are. So we need to develop that into, into something that is a product or service or certainly a more sustainable uh, route to, uh, to funding that. Yeah, no, and I'm sure there are pockets of good conversations happening, but it's like you say, it's more about changing that and systemically changing it and having more of an industry sort of focus on those conversations and really changing the approach, understanding how sustainable solutions, outcome-driven solutions, do we change how we procure and everything like that to improve all of that. You know, then there are great examples out there, the integrated project insurance model and things like that, yeah. obviously, that do better bridge that conversation but it's about making it mainstream that's what we really want to see happen isn't it yeah absolutely and i think with face-to-face -face conversations starting to happen again is is that something that that we'll, we'll go back to and start having meetings and and really trying to sort out some of the the, the real key issues that, that we're all facing at the moment construction is changing it needs to change and and, and will continue to change but uh, it's slightly concerning that, that when we do try and go for something that's a bit new, there's a lot of cynicism there and, and we never want to be the first to try it. And maybe I can understand that viewpoint, but we certainly need to be the second to try it. Mm. And MMC uh, is something that you know, we've seen tried and, and fail a number of times, so we, we, that's an area where perhaps we could come together with industry, government and and specialists and and, and professional services and try, and try and solve that issue. Yeah, and solve it in a way that solves it for everyone, yeah. um, which I think, you know, some of the solutions out there at the moment don't do well enough maybe or are hard, too hard to understand for the, the, the larger part of the industry. Um, I've not paid any attention to the time, but I'm going to assume that we've been roughly 20 minutes now. <laughs> um, so what for you is the you know, one thing you'll tell all of us out there um, to you know, look at, think about, uh, other than um, uh, reminding me that I keep saying I'll cycle to move next year. What's the other thing that um, for you, you know, your four days there, that you'll tell all the others, you, you know, this is what you should look at. For, for me, I thought it was the importance of networking again. Having been uh, in front of a screen for two years and being able to get out and see people, speak to people, uh, everybody's been in the same place and there was that willingness to connect and reconnect again. Mm. And for me, that's the thing that I'll take away is the, the you know, don't underestimate the power of, of that face-to-face that -face conversation and where it can take you. Yeah, I mean, construction has long been so relationship-based for, for, yeah. for so much, and it always will be. 
to to an extent, no matter how digital or offsite we become, relationships will always be uh, a pivotal part of the industry. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for that uh, insightful conversation, Cam. Um, if you were at MIPIM, uh, please do uh, let us know what your thoughts were um, in the comments. Uh, was it your first time? Will you go again? Um, what were your uh, sort of key insights and learnings? Uh, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, and if you strongly disagree with Cameron, uh, let us know and we'll get you on. And maybe we can have a little debate. Um, but as always, thank you very much for tuning in, for listening. Please do share, like, subscribe uh, and make sure that you uh, tune in to our next episode. Thank you very much. Want to learn more about how Invent can help your business maximize its bottom line? Head on over to www.invent.com and get in touch with our team today. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com, where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.